What's up, everybody? This is HB, and welcome to episode five of season two of Life is So Boring. This episode is going to be short and sweet. Um, I just kind of wanted to get something out here to you guys. I had been um, going back and forth with a few topics over the past week or so, but I decided that I would put something out this morning um and this this episode is actually going to be titled let's talk about it so there are a few um running topics uh as you guys know i always tend to get my topics from social media um so a few things that have been trending is the coming to america movie coming to america too so um, I've been seeing a lot of different um, reviews and people have been given um, a lot of um, different feedback to the movie. Um, as for me, I watched the movie twice, actually two and a half times. Um, I was not overall, I was not impressed with the movie. However, I did think it was there there were parts of the movie that i you know i did enjoy but overall it was not something that um i would say is oh you know my best movie like i i can't see myself going back to it again the only reason i watched it the second time is because you know i i got into so many debates over people you know, oh, it was good. Oh, it was this. I said, well, clearly we couldn't have been watching the same movie. So let me let me go watch it again. So that's why I watched it the second time. Um, I know I had seen a lot of people say, oh, you know, the people that didn't like it, they were expecting it to be like the first one or, you know, because it wasn't ratchet and it didn't have, you know, the normal uh black person getting killed or you know all of the stuff that anything dysfunctional going on that um you know that's the reason why people didn't enjoy it um now for me I didn't have any expectations I honestly had no expectations for this uh for for the second the sequel because I honestly I didn't know how they were going to pull it off I think that was something that a lot of people um was curious about in terms of, you know, well, what is the second one going to be about? You know, and then I think I started to hear about he had a son, you know, it was basically going to be focused around him having a son and him going back, coming back to America to, you know, get his son and whatever. So, you know, that's basically all I knew about it. So outside of that, I had no expectations. I didn't know how they were going to pull it off. Um, I think overall, um, you know, I didn't like the movie, point blank, period. But I don't know why it has to be this big, you know, disagreement and debate on social media about people who didn't like it. The same way you're entitled to like something is the same way you're entitled not to like something. It's really just that simple. You know, it's not that big of a deal, but... For some reason, it has been a, a big deal for those who don't like the movie. We've been getting a lot of backlash. I was happy to see that a lot of the cast members were, you know, still alive. I did like um, the homies that they paid to, you know, like they had in Vogue come out, um, Salt and Pepper. 
They had the two twins at the end that was in the bar. They had them. I mean, everybody looked great. And it, it, it really, it really, that part for me was really good. And I see that they tried to give, you know, everybody a, um, a cameo in the movie. I didn't know. What I didn't know was that that was Rick Ross's home in Atlanta that that, that it was shot at. So I didn't know that part. But um, overall, yeah. You know, one of one of the things that I posted on my social media was like, like I I, I would have thought they would have got a um a paternity test. So I was a little when that didn't happen, I'm like, well, wait, we ain't even gonna get a paternity test. I thought that would have been a good spin to it. You know that at the end, maybe they got a paternity test. It turned out not to be his, but he still accepted the boy. You know, I just felt like. Um, it wasn't fluid enough for me. Like it didn't flow into each. Um, like for instance, when he went to to the son's um house and met the mom, you know, she was like, "Y'all know I was a hoe." Like she ain't. She didn't even say like, "Oh yeah, you the daddy." Like come on, it was like it was just. I don't know. I mean. I just like little parts like that, like me, I guess, because I'm a person that likes for things to make sense. It's just like, all right, come on now. She's sitting here telling you she was a hoe. She never even mentioned him as being a father, but yet he show up and he, now he just a father. Like, come on, come on. That wasn't realistic to me, but that didn't mean that that's the only reason that I didn't like the movie. You get what I'm saying? I felt like they tried a little too hard. Like I just felt like so many parts, they tried to reenact from the first one and to me like some of that could have just they they laid it on too thick with that but overall like I said if you like the movie and you enjoyed the movie you know that's what's up if you didn't okay it's it's I don't get people um the next thing next thing I want to talk about real quick is that I watched uh the interview yesterday I actually watched it last night um with Megan Markle and Prince Harry. Now, you guys are going to kill me, but I didn't even know. <laughs> I don't even want to say it on this podcast because y'all going to be like, well, what planet you live on, Heather? But I had to write a post like, wait a minute. Okay, so Meghan Markle is half black. Okay, I kind of re remember that now. You get what I'm saying? I, I do vaguely remember that it was a big deal because, you know, the world always makes a big deal. When, um, you know, <laughs> when a black person is, when this interracial stuff starts happening, especially with the royal family, you know, our first black president, like, you know, I know everybody goes crazy about, you know, that. So I'm like, okay, I kind of remember that. I kind of remember that Meghan Markle was half black. And then I kind of Googled and I'm like, oh, okay, her mom is, her mom is black. So, cause she doesn't look like a black woman to me. I'm sorry. She does it. Because when I was just looking at her and the little, you know, pics they were showing, I'm like, well, she looked like, she looked like them. But then when I seen the mother, I'm like, oh, okay. So the issue, I think, is not so much of her, because she blends pretty well. She blends well in terms of appearance. Um, But her mom is definitely a black woman. Um... The other thing, I did not know that that was Princess Diana's son, the Harry. I'm like, wait a minute, this is, okay, all right, it's all making sense now. And, you know, I'm just like, wow, these kids grow up. Because I remember 
um prince harry is probably my age i don't know how old prince harry is but i remember the the infamous picture of um the two sons and princess diana and i think the father so i was like oh okay so you know everything was starting to make sense to me now and listening to that interview um and listening to that interview there were a few things um that I got from it and I feel like you know there is no surprise that the world still deals with racism um and I think even with the comment that was made to her or to Harry I believe it was in um in terms of what color Archie which is the the son what color his skin would be, how how dark would his skin be, I think that shows us just how, um, even in subtle ways, just how racism can just sneak in there and just really be under the surface with so many things, you know. So I think that with the color thing and with her having that, black mom because I, I really think it always stems back because I, I used to tell people this listen when Barack Obama became president you know his mother is white right I think it was his father that's African or whatever I said listen people aren't upset about Obama being half black and half white I think the white people were more upset that he had a black wife because Michelle was a black woman. You get what I'm saying? If Obama would have been married to a white woman, I I, I don't think it would have been that big of a deal because he had a white mother. And if he would have had a white wife, trust me, I don't think that would have been that big of an issue. But nevertheless, who knows? It, it could have been. That's just my theory. Um, I think that the fear comes when there is the presence of a black woman or the presence of a darker complexion woman or man. I think, you know, when it's when it when when it's the darkness is too close for them is when the fear sets in. So, you know, listening to that interview is just like, dang, like here it is, the royal family you know but hey listen somebody was like when i posted the stuff on social media you know people was like come on heather you should know this i'm like why why the hell should i know it like i'm not in the uk i don't megan and um harry and archie is not at the forefront of my brain they live down the street from oprah winfrey you get what i'm saying they came here and stayed in Tyler Perry's house for three months and got security from Tyler Perry. I live in Southwest Philadelphia. Like, come on now. Why would I? They're not at the. They're they're not my concern. I'm not keeping up with them. You get what I'm saying? But since I, you know, I seen a lot of people talking about it and it was trending. I said, let me try to tune into this interview. And I still don't have much to say about it because I, I really don't. I'm not a person that really gets too mixed up with stars and famous people and their lives and you know Archie gonna be okay you get what I'm saying Meg Megan 
and Harry and that baby and that new one, they going to be okay. I, like, you get what I'm saying? They'll be all right. So, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Now, um, the next thing I'm going to talk about, I had a friend of mine. He, uh, I was talking, we were talking about something and he asked me, you know, had I talked to somebody that I, you know, was previously okay with previously cool you know talking to and I was telling them I said you know I had just well actually this is I don't know if you guys remember the story that I told I believe it was on the last episode it was either the last episode or the episode before that where I um talked about how I was you know feeling some type of way because I had spent over two thousand close to two thousand dollars on a friend of mine and for his birthday and when my birthday came around I didn't get a card I didn't get anything or whatever so you know this issue I had mentioned it to a friend of mine so they kind of teased me about it now so they were like well did you ever get your your birthday <laughs> did you ever get your your birthday card I'm like nah I ain't get a birthday card I didn't get nothing so I'm like, and furthermore, it's fucking, it's March. Like, if, if if you don't get a birthday gift within the first few days of your birthday, you might as well, you might as well scratch it. But that's neither here nor there. So he, um, you know, he was joking about it. Like, did you ever get your birthday card? And I was like, you know what? Surprisingly, I actually just helped this person get a job. I actually just got them a job, you know, and they got hired and all of that good stuff. So he was like, damn, like you, you, you better than me. I'm like, you know, I'm just, this is the thing. You know, this is the thing. Like, well, let me tell you what he said. So he was like, you better than me. And I'm like, well, it's not that, yeah, I probably am better than you. That probably is true. But the thing is this, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm the type of person that understands that when you do good in this world, when you do good and when you give freely, that God will bless you, right? And I think I said this in that episode, um, God will bless you and it, it, it won't, it's almost never from the person that you bless. Matter of fact, it'll never be from the person that you bless, you get what I'm saying? I mean, I, all I got for getting that person a job was, uh, you know, uh, I appreciate you. That's basically all I got. And that, and that, and that's fine. It's, it's, you know, it wasn't, I didn't expect anything in return for doing that. That was just me doing the thing, the being who I am and doing the good things that I do, but it did cross my mind, you know, in the beginning at first. And I'm just like, damn, here it is. The same person that didn't get me a card, a gift or nothing. The same person I spent thousands of dollars on for their birthday. I'm here now helping them get a job, you know? So it did cross my mind, but then I, you know, like I said, I always check myself and, you know, God checks me like, listen, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. You know, it, it, it all comes back. So um, I wanted to share that with y'all because a lot of people say, 
to me, um, a lot of people usually say, oh, Heather, she always want this and she always want that. And she, I'm like, listen, y'all really don't, if you think that I'm a selfish person or you think that I'm a taker, I know that you really don't know me. And this is what I tell people. Like, you really don't know me because I give beyond, beyond, sometimes beyond my limits, beyond. And, um, yeah, just, just who I, I am. So I wanted to share that because, you know, I don't, for people that think that, you know, you have to hold grudges or be mad about things and carry them out and, you know, not let stuff go. I, I let it go. You know, I learn how to let things go, even though I may still. Now, this is this is another this is another. Actually, this was also another piece of the the conversation was letting go because I was explaining to the person when they asked me, you know, damn, you better than me. You you got somebody a job, but yet yet. You know, they didn't even get you nothing for your birthday. They didn't even get you a card. Like, damn, you better than me. And I'm just like, listen, if you walk around um, harboring feelings and harboring ill will and harboring whatever that is that we harbor when things don't go our way, you'll never, you'll never see anything come, anything good come your way. You have to release that tension, that anger, and um, whatever that is, you have to release it in order to let the good stuff in. So it's like you let the bad stuff out, you release the bad stuff to let the good stuff in. You get what I'm saying? So <coughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm I'm not really feeling well this morning, but I was like, oh, I got to record. I got to talk to them. But anyway, you have to release the bad things and you have to learn how to just accept things for what they are. You have to learn to accept people for who they are. And that's it. That's 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 just it. Now, um I also had another conversation with somebody about being a friend. How do you how do you be how can you be a good friend? You know, what are some things that make you a good friend versus not make you a good friend or whatever? So in this same conversation, we talked about that. And I'm like, listen, you know, for me, I struggle. I honestly, I struggle. I have struggled with friendships. And this is a full transparency moment right now. I've struggled with friendships. I've struggled with relationships. And I've, I've realized that the the thing that I struggle with is I am very, very, um, I can easily let people go. And while that is a good trait to have, I think the, 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 the gift of letting go, I think that is a, a gift, but at the same time, I think it can be a curse. And what I've learned is that I am not, um, I'm a no tolerance type of person, you know, and I, I, I think I talked about friendships in, <clears throat> in a previous episode, but I'm a no tolerance type of person. And I, I feel like when I'm, I'm being a certain type of person to you, um, 
I feel like at the least you should, you may not be able to be the person that I'm being, but I do expect the best of you as a person, as a friend, as a partner, as a whatever. So when I'm showing up being this best person and you just showing up giving me, you know, mediocrity or close to, you know, below the lowest level, I feel like you trying to play me and I just don't want no parts of it. So I'm 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 quick to just be like, I'm good. And I think that that's not a good way to be. I think that you have to understand and you have to learn that some people everybody is not does not have to be let go of. Some people are how do I say this? Some people go through things they're going through their own personal things in their life even your friends even your whoever people go through things and it affects who they can be outside to others it's like they're struggling inside to, to, to be everything they need to be for themselves so they may not have anything extra to give into a friendship to give into a relationship or whatever and i've learned after i've hindsight that's why they say 2020 is um hindsight I learned hindsight looking at it that some people were just going through things and they couldn't show up to be who they they probably could be had they been in a better situation. And here it is, you know, you let you let go of people prematurely thinking, oh, you know, this person is this, this person is that when the whole time they just weren't capable of being that at that particular moment in time so you know in this conversation that we were having about being friends and you know understanding friendships and being a good friend or being a bad friend or whatever you know I just explained that for me I I think I've identified you know my issue and, and another thing I've identified is that I'm I'm a little too hard on people <laughs> I'm really, really hard on people and I have to stop that. Like I have to soften up a little bit. And, you know, cause sometimes I just be listening like this, like, you know, but what makes sense to you may not make sense to somebody else. You get what I'm saying? And there, there was a time that we all did think we, there was a time that we didn't know what we know now. So I try to remind myself of that when I'm like, you know, and I, and, and, and for instance, I'll give you an example, like with my son, and I don't know if any of you have grown or adult children, but, um, there is a challenge, um, that I expect a, a very, um, it's very challenging with one of my sons, my adult sons, um, because I have to sometimes understand that while he thinks he <laughs> he knows what's going on in this world and he thinks he knows everything, I constantly have to remind myself that, Heather, at that age, did you think you knew everything? You know, you probably, I thought I knew everything at, what is he, 21? You know, so I'm constantly reminding myself that, you know, at one point, I was 21, you know, and, and, and now I'm 42. So I'm able to look back and, 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 and look at what a 21 year old is doing. And I'm just like, yo, you're, you're, 
you know, this is this is not the way to do this. This is how you do that. But again, understanding that he has to live and experience his life um, with whatever I've instilled in him and whatever the people that he looks up to as uh, his mentors or whatever, whatever they've instilled in him. Those are the things that these teenagers and young adults, this is what they take into the world with them. This is where wherever that foundation was um, built in them, they take this into the world and now they apply it to their own experiences because I can't be there, you know, when you make these decisions, but I can hope that whatever I, whatever I shared with you, whatever you've seen, um, you will use that when um, making decisions. So the point of that story was basically just, you know, you just got to realize that people have a journey, they have their own path and they have to walk it. And no matter where you are, you may have already passed that point. You have may have already went down that path, you know, did all of those same things, but you trying to, sh you looking onto the person who hasn't experienced it yet with the mind of, oh, why are you doing that? Or, oh, don't do this. Don't do it that way. Or, you know, you have to allow people to experience life for themselves without you judging them from a point of your experience. You get if that makes sense. You know, it's like, you know, you can you can give them advice, but you have to allow them to, you know, take the advice and do with it as they please. You know, you can't get angry or upset when somebody isn't doing things the way that you want them to be done. And, and, and that's, that's where, that's what I struggle with. It's like when I, I see a better way for somebody to be doing something or whatever, I get frustrated and, you know, I'm like, if you just listen to me, then, you know, but I, I, I fall back a lot now because I'm like, okay, Heather, this is not your battle. You know, if you want to be a friend, if you want to be a, a, a parent, then you have to give your advice, you know, give it from a positive and loving place and, you know, allow them to do with it as they please, you know, and that's, 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 I think that's one of the, one of the things for me that could make me a better friend, forget just a friend, a better person. Um, the last thing that I, you know, I was talking about in this conversation about friendship is that, you know, I find that listening is something that is a big, big um, issue with friendships. And when I say listening, I'm, I'm, of course, I'm using from my experience. I think that when there is a disagreement between friends that you both have to have an open ear and be willing to listen to hear each other because most times people listen and they only listen with the willingness just to respond so it's like you're listening but you're not really listening you just you just listening so that you can hurry up and respond and get out what you want to say you know, but if you listen with an ear to understand um, what a person is, what your friend is explaining and they're communicating to you how they feel, you know, I think that listening is, is key. 
you know, and, and then this is another thing that, you know, I've experienced, you know, with my children, um, you know, they're, if, if I talk, you know, just the, the young people in general that are, you know, in my life, my kids, my friend, everyone, a lot of people don't listen. You know, and it's so bad. I'm people are so used to me just, you know, talking and saying what I got to say that when I'm quiet, like my new thing is I'll be trying to listen. So I get real quiet and they're like, oh, you're not listening. See, you so you but but they want to (laughs) say it's so funny because my kids will be like, oh, mom, you toxic. Now, when I sit and I'm quiet and I'm listening, they literally be like, why you ain't saying nothing? Because I'm listening. (laughs) <laughs> I'll be like, wait a minute, because I'm I'm legit like listening to you. I'm trying to digest and process. I'm listening to what you're saying, but it goes it 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 makes me it it makes me laugh and it makes me sad at the same time because I'm like, damn, I've interrupted and talked over people so much to the point that when I'm quiet, they now think I'm not listening. Literally, they think I'm not listening. I'm I'll be sitting listening intently at that and they'll be like oh you're not listening oh why you not listening i am listening to you this is what listening is like you you sit quietly and you listen to a person talk so that you can hear what they have to say you know and i've been practicing this with all my relationships i'm i'm good for saying listen okay you who who want to go first because I, I'm 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 a very loud person and I scream so to avoid that who want do you want to talk first so go ahead say what you need to say I'm gonna be quiet and I'm gonna listen just give me the same respect when it comes time for me to talk and say what I need to say so yeah I thought that you know I think that 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 is something that is very um important and um and really underrated and why you know what can make a friendship make you be a good friend the listening piece is is definitely very very important um so yeah i've been talking for about 30 minutes and again i just told y'all this wasn't really um an episode with um a base topic i just wanted to get something out there talk about a few things that you know conversations that had took place over the past few days that just still Stuck out in my mind. Um, I'm actually listening to the birds chirp right now. I love listening to birds chirp. I don't know if I told y'all that, but I love listening to the birds in the morning. Love it. So, um, um, I always know the things that stand out to me when the morning comes and when I'm, uh, when I'm meditating and when I'm just like in my silence, silence and in my quiet, those things that are on my mind. Those are the things that I always think are good things to talk about. Because I'm like, oh, okay, this is really strongly on my mind. You know, so let me share it this morning. So basically this morning, I'm just sharing you, sharing with you guys some random thoughts. And, um, you know, again, the, you know, things that were trending on social media. Um, my next episode, I do, you know what? My next episode, I am planning to have a guest um and I, I'll let it be a surprise who it'll be. So in the next episode, or if it, the next two episodes, there there definitely should be a guest. I think it'll be interesting because I have only been the one talking to you guys since this podcast has begun, and I think um 
it's time. It's definitely time for you guys to hear somebody else's voice other than other than mine's. So, um that that'll be something that I have coming up for you all. Anyway, happy Tuesday. I hope all of you are um it's a beautiful day. So, get out, get some fresh air. I was supposed to go walking this morning. I t- I definitely didn't go. But um I'm going to try to get out. I got a I got a meeting right now. So I'm going to end this podcast, go to this meeting and then I'm going to go to the track and I'm going to walk and I'm going to get my cup of coffee and I plan to enjoy the rest of my day and I hope you guys do the same. Until next time. Peace out.